This week's podcast brought to you by Charcuterie. We've been doing this podcast for two or three years now. We've gone through literally hundreds, I think, of AA batteries, often having to change them in the middle of the podcast. And this morning, this morning, I discovered a little jack on the side of the recorder that allows us to plug it in. Saying says no pain, no gain, and we found that to be fact. The road might twist and turn a bit, but we all arrive intact. Mr. Mom and Mrs. Dad having each other's back. Day by day, just to keep it sane. Who's the ball and who's the chain? It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane. Ordinarily, this podcast is produced down to the second. We know what we're going to talk about. We talk about it, and then we stop talking. Does, does Denny send us the rundown, or do we create the rundown on our own? In this fictional account of mine, Denny sends us a rundown. We have lists of things we want to talk about, and then we talk about them. Like like when I'm at ESPN, we have the, um, the A block and the B block, um, and then depending how many commercials, there might be a C block. So the A's are before the first set of commercials and the B. So, so what would our podcast, how many letter blocks in, in this fictional world would our podcast have? Let's consider these two segments, the H and R blocks. <laughs> okay. Now, um, in this, in this made-up universe that I'm living in right now, we, we have something to talk about and then we talk about it. But in fact, right before I press record on the recorder, I say, is there anything you want to talk about? You invariably say no, and then today you said, after a long pause, why don't you start? <laughs> Some days, last week I did. I said, oh, yes, I, I had some things in my notes folder to talk about. But this week your notes folder is is empty. It's a little drier than usual, yes. there Actually, it's not completely empty, but just nothing good to start with. Is it dry? It's notes more like D and E block material. Okay. This, these are prison cell blocks we're talking about, right? <laughs> right. But the reason I bring it up is is this is the only time in in the week in our lives where there is spontaneity. Do you know where I'm, what I'm where I'm going? I know with this? where you're going. So just get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't be spontaneous if you know where I'm going, and I get there. But this is a perfect example because uh, the other day you said to me, I said something about be spontaneous, and you said, I am spontaneous. I'm spontaneous on my time. I'm not going to be spontaneous on your time. That's your spontaneity. Am I wrong? That's exactly right. Explain that to me. All right. Let, let's. It's not like we're on vacation or something, and and you say, you know, let's do this. Well, of course, instead of of instead of something else, I'd say, oh, great idea. Like, really, this We've... is spontaneous. Let's do this. It's when I'm. Getting work done, there's stuff I have to do, like I've got a game I'm preparing for or whatever, and all Which of a sudden you, you want to do something spontaneous. And I'm like, I don't have time to be spontaneous but, right now. But, I'm working. It, it, if it was a day off and, and, and we all woke up and you said to me or the kids, like, um, I've got nothing to do today. What do you guys want to do today? I'm all for that. I'm not all for that when I'm 
trying to get work done and I sort of have like a schedule in my brain of the stuff I need to get done by a certain part of the day that just because just because you have just turned in something that you were on deadline for for a few weeks and so you know you have a couple days of nothing and you can be spontaneous I, I, I can't necessarily come along for that spontaneous ride First of all, I, I, I appreciate the reminder that we're not on vacation. I've been stuck in the house for a year, <laughs> but we're not on vacation. That's but that's you know, a good reminder. You know what I mean. There's, Secondly, when when what off day are you talking about? There, there, there's no well, off this day. Time of, this time of year, you're right. There's not a whole lot of off days. This time of year is all year. It's not all year. It it's, is. It's, it's basketball season. So not only do we have my work schedule, um, which I'm thankful and grateful that I'm I'm getting to work, but we, it's also, you know, we're, kids aren't allowed to play basketball in our state right now, but they're allowed to do these small skill sessions, which is four kids at a time in a gym. In an entire gym, you can have four kids at a time. So I've been, a couple nights a week, I've been um, doing skill sessions with, with some of our kids and, and their teammates. So it's just a really, really busy time of year. So yes, my spontaneity meter is like at E in the red, probably what... Uh, January through April, and then May's a May's a good month. My 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 spontaneous meter can be green or at least yellow, and like May and most of June, summers I'm pretty good. Listen, like, listen, listen to yourself. I'm, I'm scheduling. Pu- my I'm putting you down for it. for some scheduled spontaneity in I May. In, I'm just May saying. is May is a good month for me for spontaneity. It's unfair as long as you schedule it. This is this is the this it's is the fair because it because it, it, it is a criticism. It is a negative thing to say to somebody like you just can't be spontaneous. Well, no, that's that's not it. I just can't be spontaneous right this very second when you want to be. What you're saying is there's a time and place for spontaneity. <laughs> that's right. And this isn't it. Correct? Pretty much. This reminds that's me. And right. Forgive me if I've mentioned this before. The the ad in the bulletin at St. Leo's. Catholic Church in Bonita Springs, Florida. I, I It may still run, I don't know, but for years there was an ad in that in that bulletin that for a dentist, a local dentist, and it said, emergencies by appointment. <laughs> and that's kind of your idea of spontaneity. Spontaneity by appointment, yes. I, 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 I For the next few months anyway, yes, that's true. You know that, that uh, progressive commercial where they say, um, do we need, don't be, don't become your parents. Do we need a live, laugh, love sign? No, we don't. <laughs> right. But I think we might, we might, that. yeah, we might, I agree with that, but we might need one of those, a sign like that, that says spontaneity by appointment. Be spontaneous. Should we get a, a wooden sign where it's, uh, been like the words be spontaneous has been burned and etched into the wood or do you prefer spontaneity by appointment? Spontaneity by appointment. It was, brings me spontaneously to to another. Would this be the B block now? The C block? Where I are just we? love that you're painting yourself as this like spontaneous creature. This this person who's driven by whims of fancy. <laughs> and this who person, knows you, no, this person who's driven. True. This person who's driven by whims of fancy. <laughs> yes, I am driven by whims of fancy. <laughs> Please, hmm? please. I am. A, I, I. I am. I'm. A, I am a uh, down feather, floating in the breeze. <laughs> that's what you are. Wherever the wind takes me, that's where I go. Okay, my down feather. You were about to say something, though. 
I don't remember what it was. I, I'm letting the whims of fancy take me where I please. Uh-oh. Well, is it, a, is it a very windy day? How far are you going to blow? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. But I, I, what I was going to say was this is another hot button topic that we have in, in 904 podcasts we haven't had time to get to. And that is, uh, as I was thinking about this this morning as I was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for one of our children and then cutting the crusts off, that you and I have very different thoughts on the propriety of cutting the crusts off sandwiches. We do. Uh, I feel like you spread the peanut butter and the jelly to the to the length and breadth of the two slices of bread, and then you cut the crusts off. Yes, you throw away a little bit of the peanut butter and a little bit of the jelly, but it gives you an even perfect spread. You believe it's in cutting the crusts off. It's unbelievably inefficient. It, it's not inefficient. It's, it's efficient. It's unbelievably inefficient. If the crusts are going to be removed, why wouldn't you just cut them off first? So I put the two pieces of bread together. I cut the crusts off. You th- throw away the crusts or give them the dogs, whatever. And then you put the peanut butter on one side of, or on, on one piece of bread and the jelly on the other. Voila, perfect sandwich. You're not You're not getting peanut butter and jelly all over the cutting knife. You're not throwing away peanut butter and jelly. I mean, who in their right mind would think it was better to lather them first and then cut off the crust? I do not understand. And and, and, and if, I figured if, if when, you're I, when lathering... I told you the, the right way to do it, that you would then see the light and, and do it that way. But no, you still somehow think your way is better, and, and I, I can't come around to it. If you're, if you're uh, lathering your sandwich, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, why would you have been making a sandwich this morning? Because that means you were making them for one of our high schoolers. It like was. I, d- I don't make the high sandwiches for the high schoolers. I do. I still do it for our middle schooler, and our elementary schooler, our elementary school student. Um, but uh, was she? She just didn't have time to do it herself. She, she, she we wouldn't have gotten out of the door okay. in time. And I, I so, don't. But but you're digging your heels in on this one. You 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 truly believe. I'm, I'm not digging my heels in. I, you can do it as you like. Have, have you tried it my way? Have but you it, tried it cutting the? Why don't you be spontaneous one day and cut the crust off first? In, in this one instant, in this one instant alone, instance alone, my way is the right way. N- the the argument that you've won and your right way was the right way, and I immediately understood and changed my ways was the eggs in the egg carton. When I used to keep them in rows, and then it wasn't uh, the weight wasn't evenly distributed, and you showed me why you do it that way, I was like, oh, yes, this is better. I'm going to do it this way. Um, like I think I think this is just on for principle for you. I, th- I think you do realize my way is better, but you just want to have an, another thing that you excel at. <laughs> you, um, you you think it is you think your way is better. Well, you said something in the uh, B block. Is that what we've just done? I think we're still in the A block. In the A block. That, Depending uh, on if Denny has added any sounds and stuff, then maybe we're in the B block. Yeah, he, he should. Uh, he can add it like the, the sound of, of prison doors clanging shut to, to announce that we've gone from B block to C block. Uh, you said something in the previous block or this current block. You said, voila. I said, voila? You did. What did I mean to say? I don't know. Perhaps you were. Was I saying like well I? You were saying like voila, like uh, half of Walla Walla Washington kind no, of thing. No, I must have been trying to say something else in my mouth. Voila, V O I L A. I was not trying to say voila. You, you were. 
I was? It's, we were we're recording this, you know, so okay. people can decide for themselves. But that's not why I bring it up. Okay. Why I bring it up is it's one of those words that you cannot say anyway in any pronunciation or accent without sounding like a pretentious wanker. So you're saying I'm sounding... I was no, sounding no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. And there's no part of this podcast where I said voila. Well, you, you did say it, but that's not why I bring it up. I bring it up because there are certain words that you can't say without making a show like, like I know I'm being ridiculous by saying this. And for me, one of those words is accoutrement, right? You say it the same way as well, right? I don't say that word. Yes, you do. You I don't s- say sometimes, accoutrement. Yeah, sometimes you will say it. You will say, and when but you, you will say, say it. You have to do that thing with your hands. You will be right? kind of laughing, accoutrement. like <laughs> that's it's French. It's not Italian, but you sometimes <laughs> can say. Can I it. make it Italian? You, you can, but you sometimes will say it. Not very often, but you'll sometimes say it. Is voila French? Yes. Can we make that Italian? <laughs> no, we can't. But the reason I bring this up, speaking of Italian, though, I think it's probably a French word, is the other day you came home from the grocery. And you were unpacking groceries, and you held up a package of sliced meats, salami <laughs> and pepperoni and stuff. And you said, and you you Vanna whited it with a, a great flourish of your hand, and then you sort of waved it like like a tambourine, and you said, charcuterie, charcuterie, <laughs> and you said it in a way that said, I know this is an absurd word. I know it's an absurd word for me to be saying. That's why I'm saying it in an absurd way. Charcuterie. But also. So charcuterie and accoutrement and voila or voila. So I should have said when I unpacked the groceries, voila. Voila. Some charcuterie. No, no, just voila. (laughs) Charcuterie. Well, it's funny because. Or voila, accoutrement. I've seen on Instagram, um, I think it must have been over the holidays, like people posting their homemade charcuterie where they have like <laughs> they've got the cheeses cut up just right and the meats sliced and and the breads and the breadsticks and whatever that they're putting on this this tray that they're then going the, to charcuterie because i looked it up on. is cold meats <laughs> so they have homemade cold meats i, I don't know i it's, know one of the guys who was busted in the uh, in the capital uh attack you was, don't know one of the guys but you know I, uh, no. that one uh, of, of the guys. I, I read that one of the guys was discovered with, or they discovered, homemade napalm. Homemade napalm was the was the phrase that they used. So you can make napalm at home. Why well, I, I can't, but uh, but it, homemade charcuterie, homemade cold meats would have to be on an equal par of difficulty and and stupidity. What do you like? What do you think that guy is doing in? Or what do you, what do you think he's not doing while he's like making his homemade napalm? I don't know, but like, do you think he's his wife's like, will you please fold the laundry? Will you please empty the dishwasher? No, I, will I, you I, please do this? I think I think I think I'm in the shed. I think the wife <laughs> the is probably a, a presumption yeah. there. But as I'm speaking, you get up and are leaving the room. I'll no, I Kleenex. just had to walk okay. over to where the Kleenex was. Well, anyway, I think we're moving on to C block sound of prison doors clanging shut. You might not find this interesting, but I kind of find it interesting. So when we do get our rundowns for when we're in studio and we have the A block, this is not when we call games. This is when we're in studio. So we've got the A block. You know, we're going to comment on if it's halftime of the game we're watching and plus do whatever breakdowns or something that Coach Landers and I might do. And then you get commercial, then come back and it's the B block. And we're going to do highlights from whatever game. And then 
and then if you're sending it back to the game, but at the bottom, there's usually Zs. And there's like all the extra stuff they have just in case. And I guess they must use the Z so that you know it's it just in case stuff and that there isn't a C block. It's kind of um, like a celebrity Z list sort of thing. Yeah, it's your Z list of stuff just in case um, you run out of material, I guess, in the A and B block. And and we've we've that that could have been the name of this podcast, Z block. Could have. By the way, as we're speaking, there's uh, there's footsteps directly above us, and and yet there are there were no people in our house. It's not footsteps. We put the puppy into her crate she's she's not normally crated but she she's learning how to get into trouble sometimes in our house whether it's going and finding people's shoes um and playing with those but also destroying them while playing with them so while we are down here in the basement we put her in um her crate but i put a bone in the crate with her and you know when she chews on that thing violently it sounds like there's footsteps up on the wooden floor I'm surprised she has room for anything after having eaten most of the upstairs carpet. I don't. I'm hoping she didn't consume it. I think she she's torn lots of it apart. Um, but I'm hoping she did not then then swallow the carpet. Um, yesterday, because last week we talked about when you and I, the gift you gave me came in after Christmas, and the gift I gave you <laughs> isn't coming in until February. Well, one of our um, our our oldest daughter, one of the gifts that she was really looking forward to, came yesterday. And the beauty of this gift is it's a pair of Nike high top sneakers. They're called Nike Blazer Mid. They're From the uh, 80s. What's that? They're, they're 80s Nike yeah, high tops. They're like 80s Nike high tops. Couldn't find them anywhere in the color that she wanted. We're eventually able to find them, but um, she couldn't get them after Christmas. But the beauty is you have the exact same shoes and you've had them for a couple of months. You got them when they- A couple of months, I've had them right. for a year. You've had them for a year? Easily. Um, so, but you were kind of ahead of the curve because now- Well, we, I, I wanted we, to get them because they were the Nikes that I wanted in the 80s. Right, of course. And and and, and so, you, but for the longest time, you, you yours were the only feet I saw them on. I didn't see other people out and about wearing these shoes. Now, now they're the but, Nikes that I'm wearing in my 80s, yes. <laughs> but, the, but the interesting thing is not only did our daughter want these same shoes in the same color that you have, but you have now seen people Well, I was, wearing uh, a couple of weeks shoes. ago, I pulled up to Staples and I pulled into a spot that would allow me to pull forward to pull out of that spot. In other words, there was no car in the space facing mine. Right. That plan was thwarted, of course, before I could even turn off the engine when another car pulled up and pulled into a spot that would not allow me to pull forward, which is fine. I stayed in the car, and they got out of the car first, and it was a mother and her teenage daughter. And when I saw the teenage daughter was wearing the, the, the exact same uh, Nike blazer 80s high tops with the same blue swoosh that I was wearing, I, uh, I as a courtesy, I let the daughter and mother get into the store and lost in the aisles before I went in, before before this teenage girl, proud of her cool sneakers, saw them on an old bald <laughs> idiot. Well, I just like the fact that- I think, um, I think she would have probably never worn them again. Maybe. And that was very courteous of you. Um, but- that, In fact, I walked into Staples barefoot <laughs> the, as a courtesy. I, I like that. You know, these shoes that you've been wearing for the past year, and they're great shoes, and um, have now, like, caught on with the uh, 
the teenage girl vibe and um and our daughter will be uh will be wearing them i wonder if she like if if you you know you're supposed to drive her somewhere um and if she comes down ready to get in the car and it's uh and you guys are wearing the same shoes if if she'll have, feel any sort of way about that. Well, I won't wear the shoes, obviously. I told her this morning, I said, you got to make sure you don't ever wear those shoes when I'm wearing mine. And she said, I won't. And I said, I'm kidding, obviously. I will I will stop wearing them. But you shouldn't stop wearing them. They're like, they're in heavy rotation for you because they're cool looking shoes. You just have to <laughs> figure it out, I suppose. I'll make a deal with her. I'll stop wearing uh, the Nike high tops. And she will stop wearing the same pair of high waisted jeans that I like to that I like to wear. <laughs> she does like her high waisted jeans. The other night we were doing this our Sunday ritual, um, which is watching our our youngest likes to watch TV um, in our bed until bedtime. She falls asleep, and then you carry her and and put her in her own bed. But um, I also get to watch TV with her. And and we were watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That's that's one of her favorites. And our our 14-year-old was also in there. And how they do millionaire now, you can have a person, at least for celebrity millionaire. I don't think – can you do this for regular millionaire too? I I don't know. Um, know Where you have like a person that sits behind you and you can use them for the first – I don't know, however many questions. Um, they don't count as a lifeline. You can just use them. Um, and so people bring you know, the smartest friend that they have or the one who knows the most trivia, and, and that's who they have sitting behind them. So, uh, so I said to the girls, I said, if I was ever on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, who, who should be my person? And our 14-year-old said, well, Dad, of course. And then our 10-year-old said... Mr. Oriyama. And I just started laughing. I said, why do you think? And yes, she says his name a little bit off. It's Mr. Oriyama. But she says Mr. Oriyama. And so I started laughing. I said, why do you think my person should be Mr. Oriyama? She said, I don't know. He just seems like he knows a lot of stuff. And then it got into the question. Our 14-year-old said, you know, who's the smartest person that you know? And I said, well, for for this kind of thing, for sure, yeah, it would be dad. And then, um, and then, uh, and so then they moved on to, um, it, but and then our our fourteen year old said, but yeah, but dad might be a good phone a friend. And I said, yeah, he doesn't he, present well on TV. He, said, he would be a good phone a friend. I said, should that be my phone a friend? And our ten year old said, I think your phone a friend should be Mr. Oriyama. <laughs> so I don't know why. She was caught up on, odd, uh, odd. on Coach Oriyama. <laughs> odd, odd and insightful, isn't it, that she associates you more <laughs> with, as partnering with Mr. With Mr. Oriyama than she than does with, with Dad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that just certainly gave me the giggles as we were watching uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Well, speaking of uh, people who know their trivia, I did a story that uh, was posted on um, – uh, line on Friday for Sports Illustrated on Ken Jennings, the guest host this week of Jeopardy. And uh, I asked him about, we were talking obviously about trivia and uh, general knowledge and game shows. But he told me that, um, and, I, and I asked him if people were constantly challenging him to obscure trivia questions. And he said, yes, in fact, he was once standing at a lake in the Cascade Mountains in Washington. He lives in Seattle, 
with his two children, his son and daughter, and uh, watching them swim. He, w- he was standing on the shore. They were swimming when a guy emerged from the woods in, uh, in Washington and without any kind of preamble said, which 1980s new wave band? And while I don't, he didn't remember the rest of the question, he did remember the answer was Joy Division. I'm not sure that's the kind of life that that I would want being posed trivia questions in public. Although as a sports writer, you do get that. If people find out, you know, you're in sports, they will ask you obscure trivia questions, which I don't really care for. Yes. Although on who wants to be a millionaire, the first through $32,000 amount, I think they're they're spotting you the first five right. or six answers. Right. As well, especially for the, the celebrity one when it's for charity. Um, but it's, it's not even so much sports trivia when they know you're in sports. They just want to talk about um, whatever has been on sports talk radio that day. Oh, yes. Steve, you're the sports guy. What do you think? Uh, what do you make of this big controversy whatever. that you yes. actually haven't heard of because you don't listen to sports talk radio? Right. I don't think anything of it at all. <laughs> Period. And there will be a new manufactured controversy later this afternoon. Do you remember, it was probably a couple months ago now, and um, I had told you one of the things that had had been said on a call I was on was um, we're building this ship as we're sailing it. Yes, um, that seldom works out. Right, and and, and it did not in that case either. But um, then yesterday I was listening to the New York Times Daily Podcast and they used the phrase, they really are building the plane as they fly it. I believe they were talking about the vaccine rollout. But so I had heard, you know, that building e- the ship is selling. Yes, doesn't this seem even more dangerous? Yes, it seems. Well, and 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 sort of impossible. If they're talking about the vaccine rollout, then I think that uh, that is not really airworthy at this point. Yeah, right. So anyway, they they really are building the plane as they fly it. As soon as I heard that, I was like, ah, oh, this sounds like my my conference call. What is from the next two possible ago? inane business metaphor that they that really are use? flying this rocket? As they build it, like what would it be? Uh, yes, they're 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 launching this rocket yeah, at, launching while they're building the rocket. it. I suppose so. Well, I'm not sure we're going to make it to Z Block uh, this week. We we just have a a few pieces of uh, a few viewer mails, or is it viewers mail? It's secretaries of state, attorneys general, and viewers mail. Yeah, I'll, unless one viewer has written multiple. Well, I, I'm letters. kidding. It would be three pieces of. We only have a few pieces of viewer mail, but I'm going to call it viewer's mail. I like viewer's mail. And as it turns out, this whole show has been Z-Block. But not really because Z-Block is sort of like the in case of emergency, go there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, you think you think you'd have a producer in your ear saying, save the charcuterie gold for the top of the show. I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, shall we get to uh, viewer's mail? <laughs> we shall. Big bad hook, throw our lure, reel us in with your viewer mail. Uh, hello, Rebecca and Steve. This is your resident pet sitter who has not written in a while. I love your puppy stories and I hope they continue. Well, I think we have no choice but to have them continue because uh, if you think uh, this week's news has been hard to digest, do you know where I'm going with this, Rebecca? You're going somewhere with the carpet. No, I'm going with the newspaper. The news that is literally hard to digest. Oh. Our puppy eats our newspaper uh, every day. It's thrown into the driveway by a guy driving by with a bass pumping in his in his car, and then our dog seizes 
the paper like a bone in her teeth and eats through the plastic bag and then devout you know when I was a kid I would devour the sports section she really devours the sports section I told you we need to order and then install one of those plastic newspaper things that you put underneath the um, with mailbox like the, the, the so the blue the, box with the logo of the Har- Harper you know, current on it there's uh, no the Harper way current the driver no would get out of his car because he would have to turn around to put it Correct. in there and like come down on the wrong side of the road. So, but and I, also I still the Harf- think we should do it. The Harford Current, which no longer has offices, right? I doubt is still in the business of making plastic cubicles with their logo on it that you can stick on your mailbox. That's true. They might have them um, like on eBay or something, though. I might take a look. Anyway, our resident. Dog watcher. Oh, she has she has Dog a few walker. points. I'm sorry. Yes. One, uh, my favorite part of the podcast is when you tell stories of what your youngest daughter has said. Steve, I think you should write a book. Um, I think that's probably our our, our youngest's least favorite part of the show. But, uh, <laughs> thank you. I was on the edge, uh, waiting to hear how the permit test went. We were left we were left to wonder: Did she pass? Did she fail? When will the student driving stories begin, Rebecca? Did I not mention that? Did she you not passed? mention that she passed? Well, she passed. Did she pass? She did pass. She has um, started driving um, occasionally, and she's doing pretty well for never having driven on the road. I'd taken her driving in in parking lots before, completely empty parking lots, so she would have a little bit of experience behind the wheel, but I'd never been on, allowed her to drive on the road. And um, she's doing well. I I mean, it's funny because things like the first time she drove on the road, she was way over... um, kind of hugging where the curb would be. And of of course, there's cars. She'd never been driving with cars coming at her in the other direction. So there's little things like I had to get her oriented of where she needs to be when driving. She's actually driven with you. Several times. I've I've, I've uh, clutched a hole in the armrest of the the shotgun seat. I've also um, pressed the phantom brakes yeah. In the shotgun seat, but she's done well. She mm-hmm. has done well, and it's, it really is a, a weird experience, though, to be sitting in a car with somebody who you know is not probably quite ready to have their license, which I guess is the whole point of the permit. Um, but uh, Somebody who left watermelon in, in, a, in a bag, in a backpack, over the weekend. Oh, yes, I'm still cleaning that smell out of many things. But, uh, but yeah, but she can get behind the wheel now. <laughs> Three, and I think this is the most important point yes. of this of this email. What was one? What was number one? Yeah. Uh, she loves the stories of our youngest daughter. Oh, oh, yeah. Two was the driver's permit. Right. Three, this is of four, by the way. Three, I think this is the most important. I love Steve's Sean Connery impersonation. Rebecca, <laughs> care to rebuttal, offer a rebuttal? What was the word that I kept? Uh, social security. Social security, that's right. <laughs> yes. I think that's the first time I've heard your Sean Connery impression. I think it was the first time I, I did a Sean Connery impression. you were mocking the way impression. I pronounced a, word, a couple words. Four, and, and, and we we may not have time for this. This four, may, maybe we should say for Z-Block. Should I say it anyway? I think you should, Well, yeah. I've read it, and I think we, we probably don't have time for it. What's that? It says, I love the newspaper at breakfast story, where I read the newspaper. Yeah. The Sunday New York Times mm-hmm. at breakfast, and you didn't care for that? I didn't. But you have to know that we all wondered why Rebecca didn't bolt. We addressed that. Steve, you are one lucky man. This is what I'm saying. We probably didn't have time for that. I, I still don't know why I didn't bolt. I um I probably didn't. You still don't know why you haven't bolted. <laughs> um, well, there's children now. But back then there weren't. There, there was no ring on my finger. I don't know why I didn't bolt. 
I don't know. But I suppose it's a good thing. But no, because I think if I had bolted, you still would have pursued. And, and I just would have had to lay down the rules at that moment. Listen, there's no reading the newspaper it was, unless you offer me a section. There's no cutting the crusts off before or after you put on the peanut butter and jelly. It, it was the Sunday paper at a time when Sunday papers were still uh, the size of a phone book. They're huge. And so it would have been a good hour and a half before I pursued. You noticed pursued. I was gone. Yes. <laughs> it would have been a while before you noticed, and then you still may uh, not have cared. I think, like, all married people probably, you know, think about, you know, before we got married, before I knew this about my spouse, you know, whether it's the uh, the proverbial squeezes the toothpaste tube from the wrong end, like, you know, would it would I have addressed it before marriage if I knew these little quirks existed? What do you think? What 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 would be my number one annoying quirk of yours? Yeah, that you would have addressed before we got married if you could re rewind the uh Oh it's it's, it's 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 simple. You then did and still do leave the packaging on new products. It's unbelievable. <laughs> if do. you get a, uh, a a watch that has a little a little uh, sort of cellophane uh, sticky thing on the on the face of it, you'll leave that on it. If you get a, a clock radio, let's say you're still buying clock radios in in 2021, and it has a little plastic covering over the over the screen, you'll leave it on. If you get a TV that has the stickered logos of all of the different components inside the TV on the frame of the TV, you leave those on. Uh, what do you mean? I don't about, understand. I don't understand that part. I leave stickers on every, on like the clear. I don't understand what you don't understand. When you buy a TV sometimes yeah. on the, when there's a little frame on the flat screen TV, it's sometimes, you know, like the sort of powered by Intel stickers that computers used to have. You leave those stickers on uh, the products. But they're not obstructing the view. It's bizarre. You weren't you were you proud of me then because you gave H- me had you had you bought a computer <laughs> or a television in my presence that day that I was reading the newspaper I would have bolted did <laughs> did you uh and did the only you thing, the only thing that kept me kept me there was the spontaneity <laughs> did you notice the gift you gave me for Christmas came with one of those clear things on it. I noticed. And I took it off right away. Are you sure? Because I think I took it off. No, I took it off. Although now when when I get things that have those stickers on them, you do rip them off before I have a chance to not rip them off. <laughs> like the little I'm, silica gel uh, packets. I think you leave those in your shoes when you buy them. No, right? that's okay. not true. We throw those away. Anyway, that email. Thank you for that email to Ball and Chain pod at gmail.com was from Teresa, T-R, a.k.a. T-R, the Critter Sitter. Oh, hey, T-R. Uh, Ralph writes, hi, Restiva, only a comma this week. I think last week it was Restiva with an exclamation mark, was no, it? No, it was Restiva with a one. Oh, we right. We were wondering yes, if he yes, meant yes. to give it an exclamation mark. Oh, correct. I like Restiva with an exclamation mark, actually. That's kind of Restiva. Nice. Restiva. Yeah. That's how it was. Voila. Voila. Now say Restiva with a question mark. Restiva, right? Yes. Is it what comes after Z? In this block. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
anyway, Ralph writes, I guess Steve has to get the stamps with the two eldest in tow. Somehow I don't think they will go along, go along with the joke. Um, Carrying them into the post office. I still office. haven't gotten stamps. Yeah. You're still stamp free. No, no, but we, still but we don't need stamps. them yet. I, right. I need you to get them when we're out of stamps. Uh, and finally, finally, he's not even batting cleanup because he's just batting third. He's moved up on the order. Dr. Siegel? Dr. Siegel. Because there is no fourth batter this week, so. So, well, perfect. So this is it. It's a walk-off then. It's a walk-off. Keen-eyed Rebecca and Sean Connery, he writes Dr. Siegel. Dear Rebecca and Steve, sadly, last Wednesday's podcast was the highlight of an otherwise shocking day in all of our lives. I share with all viewers the hope and prayers that we will never see violence and insurrection as we did on that sad day again. Along with so many other viewers, the podcast allows a respite from the realities of the world. Now, of course, we recorded that podcast on Tuesday, the day before uh, the, the insurrection, but... I was in piano. I'm in piano lessons on Wednesday afternoon, first mine, and then our ten-year-olds. And so I came out of that, um, and looked at my phone, and, and you said, "This is unreal." You had a text that said, "This is unreal," and I thought you were talking about somebody had taken your parking space because that was the previous text was about somebody taking your parking space, and um, and I was like, "What's the big deal?" And then I, I looked at my phone, and then saw what was going on so you talk about an otherwise idyllic Wednesday I, I, I love taking my piano lessons and to go from that world which is very Mr. Rogersy, to the horror of, to the horror of that yeah it was yeah. Uh, something else Steve writes Dr. Siegel along with you I'm a Sean Connery fan and also a James Bond fan it attaches a picture of the mid 60s Corgi toy Aston Martin DB5 which was purchased for me in the mid 60s from the Sears catalog my dad uh, when he would go to England for work uh, at least once he brought back a Corgi. Do you know what Corgis were? The the, the model cars, mm-hmm. metal model cars. Oh, I loved those things. Uh, but man, to get to a, a James Bond, Aston Martin DB5 Corgi, that would have been awesome. I didn't even know, remember that the Sears catalog had them. Luckily, the Sears Southeastern Distribution Center was but 10 minutes from our house, writes Dr. Siegel. I've also attached my mobile phone's ringtone, which I've used for years. It typically gets a smile out of near nearby people who have not heard it previously. Feel free to enjoy and or have Denny play it on the podcast. Well, I'm assuming that's the Bond theme. I'm hoping Denny will play it. Uh, but how cool would it be to have your phone ringing? Ding, 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 ding. You have no idea what I'm talking no, about. No, I do. I know okay. exactly ding, what you're talking about. Okay. That's pretty And great. then here's a photo of the uh, of the, the Aston Martin DB5. Um, it is it's spectacular. It looks like Bond might be ejecting from it through the uh, through the open roof. Last week, actually, when we recorded the podcast, I was doing a whole Yukon Baylor preview. And then it was later on that afternoon, Tuesday afternoon, where we found out that that game indeed was not going to happen. So this Thursday, hopefully, I will be doing a game from Bristol, but it will be Arizona versus Oregon, hopefully. And then on Sunday, hopefully, I will be doing a huge matchup out of um, the ACC, number two Louisville versus number three NC State. And then hopefully Monday, I'll be calling Arkansas and South Carolina. All of those games, of course, could change. Um, I could be doing different games or no games at all. But uh, but last week we did not get to do the exciting Baylor UConn matchup. All of that is helpful information and very interesting <laughs> to our viewers. But may I finish Dr. Siegel's email? Oh, I thought you were done. No, I'm sorry. No, no. Yes, please finish Dr. Siegel's email. Uh, I, I would. Well, I I do interrupt you occasionally, not nearly as much as you interrupt me, but I do. I would never intentionally interrupt Dr. Siegel. Well, this is a perfect segue into his next paragraph, which is, Rebecca's sharp eyes are but one of the myriad reasons that she's a Hall of Famer. 
In last week's podcast, she keenly noted in the picture of the granddaughters with Mrs. Dr. Siegel that the liquor cabinet was in the background. That picture was from my son's house. And yes, the Diet Coke bought for me as the only Coca-Cola drinker in the house was indeed caffeine-free. <laughs> Dr. Siegel, man, he represents Atlanta. He drinks Coke and um, goes to, was it Kroger? I can't remember. I don't know, but that's, that's what your dad drinks. Yeah, caffeine-free Diet Coke. Yeah. That's his That's his jam. My stronger beverage choice is typically an IPA beer. Also, please note that for those of us from Atlanta, soda and pop are words that aren't often used. Coke connotes carbonated soft drinks in these parts. As Again, it should. Yes. Lastly, shifting to healthcare, I should note that we have a new health, health insurance this year, and there's a program that gives you financial credit for various healthy activities that are tracked on your electronic watch. Whether I'm on the elliptical for 30 minutes or bike outdoors for 30 miles, as I did recently in near-blizzard conditions... 45 degrees Fahrenheit, <laughs> you get the same credit, $1 into your health savings account with warmest regards, Gary. Rebecca? Yes. Should we initiate a similar, uh, you give me a dollar for every time I uh, I do some exercise? Sure. I'll give, like I give the dogs their treats, yeah. I'll give you the dollar. Like I give our son 25 cents for every pile of poop he scoops in the yard? Yes. And as I told him the other day, after having bought a $60 bag of dog food that uh, it's costing me going in and it's costing me coming out and I can't afford to do this any longer. That's right. Um, I don't know that you got the right dog food if it cost you $60, but hopefully it was a giant, giant bag. Um, but anyway, speaking of exercise, this will be my last thing because I, I don't like to not let Dr. Siegel have the last word, but I like to wake up in the morning on, on on like sort of the ide- ideal conditions, wake up before everybody is up, do a workout, get some exercise in to clear my brain. I don't like to hear a voice. I don't like to hear a bark before I, I do my exercise. I just like the clear brain. It just helps me start the day in a peaceful place. The other day. <laughs> well, can I, what, can no, I just no, say? No, oh, you can, I can't. You can, okay. When I'm it's sorry. your turn. The other day I woke up early. You happened to already be awake. I only knew that from the glow of your phone. Of my face? <laughs> yes, your phone. Your reflected phone was, in the glow of my phone, yes. yes. It reflected in your face. And before I had a chance to, like, wipe the sleep from my eyes, before I had a chance to barely open my eyes, you wanted to tell me something that was in the news, and the word bludgeon <laughs> was one of the things you said. <laughs> Just for future reference, like I know yes. there's some really awful things going on. Yes. Please don't have one of the first couple words out of your mouth for one of the first couple words that I hear in a day be the word bludgeon. Will you do that for me? <laughs> you have my solemn vow. Thank you. That I won't bludgeoned won't be <laughs> one of the first three words out of my mouth in the morning. Okay. Having said that, the reason I know that you like to wake up and clear your head and not hear a bark or a, or a peep in the morning is because you tiptoe out of the room like a cat burglar, waking the dog in every single instance. And then you shut the door behind you and you disappear to the basement. And the dog, the dog what does the dog do? Sleep. The she dog does, does not go back to sleep. The dog goes back to her bed. No, she goes back to her bed and she lays there for a little while. And then... As far as you know. And then... No, she does. She goes back to her bed. She lays there for a little while. Because I know this because most that- of the, many, many of the times you're, you're asleep. So I know this. She goes back to her bed and then 
right at the right time when you're still in your slumber and not quite ready to wake up, she comes to your side of the bed and she licks your feet. <laughs> yes. There are only two creatures in the room when this is happening, and you're not one of them. So only the two of us know knows what happens. Okay. But you'll say, oh, she woke me up on at, Saturday morning. At she 650, came. And I'm like, oh, this is great. She gave me an extra however much time before she woke you up. On Saturday morning, I was awakened from a coma by the dog licking my feet. <laughs> and then the last two mornings, uh-huh. the last two mornings, you tiptoed out of the room. I heard because I was awake, uh-huh. <laughs> shut the door, and then the dog comes around to my side of the bed and starts jumping up onto my side of the bed, <laughs> thinking Lassie-like that I've expired or something. And maybe someday I will, I will want know, that. I will, I will be... This is what I think. I think you should enjoy the spontaneity of that. <laughs> well, I enjoyed the licking of my feet. Don't get me wrong. Enjoy the spontaneity of that. And... Uh, just let the whims of fancy take me where they will. Yes, let that down feather blow. <laughs> On that note. Tom, Dick, Harry. Harry, and Denny. And Denny, who we should throw this in. A friend of mine got in touch with me, somebody who listens to the podcast, and said, Denny's editing was brilliant last week with some of his use of... You got the, the Dave Matthews band the in there? Not, Ma- only, not, not only got the Dave Matthews band, he got... You got your ball, you got your change. Yes. You got your chain. Did I say change? change. You said You change. got your ball, you got your chain. And the reason I said change is because my brother John used to sing, you got shook up, you got shortchanged, when it's actually you got your ball, you got your chain. So. And when did he learn that that was I the think, wrong I think his, his wife heard him singing that to her horror uh, as that song was playing in the car, if I remember correctly. If, if not, forgive me. Uh, little brother. All right, so now Tom Dick Hari. And and Denny confirms, I think, that he has grown his hair. His, I think he referred to them as his luscious locks uh, out. So he is hippie Denny. Oh, we got to get a picture to post. He's now both hippie Denny and hipster Denny. So on those notes. Play us out. Saying says no pain, no gain, and we found that to be fact. The road might twist and turn a bit, but we all arrive intact. Mr. Mom and Mrs. Dad having each other's back. Day by day, just to keep it sane. Who's the ball and who's the chain? It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane. Six of us and the family pet live in the cuckoo nest. Daily grind puts sanity to a daily test. Androgynous and vigorous, what we give for a little rest. Stay by day just to keep it sane. Who's the ball and who's the chain? It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane. It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane. Hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane.